begin today the Gemara on Daf Samach Gimel and Aleph right at the beginning at the Mishnah. Talk to Eilig Mishnah Nazir She Gilach, a Nazir that's done with his days of Nazirus, and he brought his Karbonis and he cut his hair already, and now Venoida Leishu Tomei, and he finds out after everything that he was Tomei before. Sometime during his Nazirus he became Tomei. So what happens now? Does that mean that he has to keep his Nazirus all over again? And Nazir that becomes Tomei during his Nazirus, he has to start all over again from the beginning. But he only found this out after the fact. He's not a Nazir anymore. So, Im Tomei Yidua, if it was a Tomei Yidua, one more page. Im Tomei Yidua, if this was a Tomei that, a regular Tomei that's known, that uh, is somewhere, and he touched it, but he didn't realize then, but it just he realized it later. So then Saiser, yeah, he is going to have to redo his whole Nazirus. But Im Tumas Tahaim, if the Tumah that uh, he finds out he became Tomei from was a Tumas Tahoi, literally translated as the Tumah of the Abyss, what this means, as we'll see in the Gemara, a kind of Tumah that not only he found out about it later, but at the time when he became Tomei, this Tumah was unknown to anybody in the entire world. So then, Einesaiser. So then, he found out about it later, he's not going to have to undo all of his Naziris and start over again. So this is, what did the Mishnah say before? This is Nazir Shagilach. This is the Nazir that concluded his Naziris after the Karbanis and after already that he cut his hair also. But if it's before he cut his hair and he finds out that he became Tomei sometime, so then Benkach or Benkach Saiser. Either way the Tomei was, whether it was a regular Tomei, which the Mishnah calls Tumi Yidua, or this Tumas HaTahayim, either way, he's going to have to start his Nazirus all over again. So, the Mishnah Ketzad. How do we know, well, how do we describe the difference between the Tumi Yidua and the Tumas HaTahayim? So, the Mishnah gives an example. And within this example, we'll learn another detail in the Salacha as well. So, Yorad Litpal B'mayre, this person went down to be Teivol in a Mayre, in a cave with his water, and he's Teivol there. And Avinimtza Meis Tzaf Al and he finds out that there's, there's a mace over there that's floating in the water in this cave where he's tiveling. Mm. And it's, he's not sure if he touched this mace or not, but he discovers that there's a mace there. So Tomei, so over here in this case, he'll be Tomei. This is a Tomei Yudua, there's a mace that's there, and he becomes Tomei. Mm. Finds out about this and he becomes Tomei. Now this is a situation of Tomei that he's not sure 100% that he touched it, but nevertheless, this is what's called a Suffolk Tomei in a Rishusa Yachid. The halacha always is, a suffix tumah and rishus yachid makes you tummy. So over here he's, he's, he's in this maira and he finds out that there was a mace there, and he sees that there's a mace that's floating there, so we say that he becomes tummy. What's if, after he comes out of this cave, he table there, uh, that he finds out that over there in the floor of this cave, there was a mace that was buried there. Uh, this is the Tumas HaTahayim, this is what was not known to anybody, and but afterwards they find out that there was a mace over there. So Yorad Lohoker Toher, he went down into this cave, and he just went down to cool off in this water here in this cave. So so tired. he's going to be tired, because this is what's called Tumas HaTahayim. It was not known to anybody about this mace that was there in the ground. And uh, so that even if, even if he for sure touched it, even if it's no suffix, he knows for a fact that he went in that place and he touched this or he, be, he became Tommy from it, but because it's Tumas HaTahayim and he finds about, out about this after the fact, after his Naziris is over, so then he's going to be tired, meaning he's not going to, it's not going to have to, it's not going to undo his entire Naziris. 
Okay, the Taisus of here, the Rishayinim, explained the difference in the Lashon of this Mishnah, why uh, in the first case it says, Yorad Litpel, he went down to be Taival, and in the second case it says, Yorad Lahoke, that he went down to cool off. In the simple chat of the Mishnah, there's no reason for the Mishnah to make this distinction. Uh, Taisus says that in the first Chelek uh, of the Mishnah, it's coming to tell you that this person is Tommy, even though it's not for sure that he touched that mate that was floating on the water there. And the Chiddush is, even though he went down to be Teuvel, when a person goes down to be Teuvel, he's careful, he tries to be careful to be Teuvel properly and not to touch anything that's impure. So you may think that if he went down with that kind of an attitude, so even though he finds afterwards that there's a mace that's floating there, we can rely on the fact that he was careful not to touch it. So the Mishnah says that no, even though Yorad Litwell, nevertheless, he's going to be Tomei. We're going to say that uh, he, he, he may have touched it and it's a Suffolk Tomei and a Shusa Yachid. Okay, the Mishnah continues now and what, says, what, what If there's a mess in, 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 yeah. in the mikveh, in, in the table, he's going to mm-hmm. be tahir, even if it doesn't touch it? I don't know if it means mamish in that but place where it was, shat, where it was table. Mikveh, so no, it's not table, it's table. No, the difference? Okay, good, good, good to Shaila. What's if this person went down into the mikveh, and he's going down to be metayed himself, mitumas meis, he's already tome. So before we were talking about a person that was yarad lahakir, he went down to lahakir to just to cool off, or even in the first uh, uh, part where it said yarad litboil b'mayra, didn't mean that he was tome, tumas meis, he was tome, a different tome, tome of a sheretz, but not tumas meis. But now the Mishnah says, litar mitumas meis, what's if he's coming into this mikveh because he's already a tome, tumas meis? So then I say, even if it turns out that there was a, a Tumas Atahayim there, meaning that there was this Tumas that they found under the, in the kark of the mikveh, still Tomei, still he's going to be Tomei, and he's going to have to redo his whole Naziris. Why? Shecheskas, Tomei, Tomei, a person that already has the status of being Tomei, we will say that he is Tomei, and Vecheskas, Tar, But if he came into the mikveh and he was not Tomei Tumismei, so he has a status as a person that's Tar, so then the Tumas Satahayim will not uh, force him to start over the whole Nezidis and will we'll consider him to be Tar. Sheraglayim Ledovar. Because there's, there's, a, there's, it's logical to say so, Raglayim Ledovar literally means this, this feet for this matter. Like what? Huh? What? Legs. This matter has legs, yeah. In other words, there's, in other words, there's, there's a swara to say so. What's the Mishnah saying over here? Raglayim Ladovar. So the Roshavir explains that the Mishnah doesn't mean to say that Raglayim Ladovar, that we should follow the Chazaka of this person. Usually, when it says this kind of Eloshan, Raglayim Ladovar, what it's basically saying is if you have a Sophic, if this person became Tomei or not, so then follow the, the Chazaka he has, follow the previous status he has. If he has a Cheskas Tomei, so in a situation of a Sophic, you'll have to say that he's still Tomei. If he has a Cheskas Tare, so, so in such a case, follow that Chazaka that he's Tare. But you can't say that here. Because if here we're talking about a situation that you know for a fact that he became Tomei. Elamai, it was a Tumas And because it's Tumas so when it comes to Nazirus, even though we know that he became Tomei, we're not going to force him to redo his whole Nazirus. So it's not really a situation of a Suffolk. So why is the Mishnah using this term like Layim Litova? So the Rosh says it doesn't mean literally that there's a logic, there's a Svara to say that this person is Tomei or Tar. But rather what the Mishnah is saying is that this is the way this halacha regarding Tumas Satahaim was received. As we'll see in the Gemara, the Gemara's conclusion is that this concept that by Tumas Satahaim, that he doesn't have to redo his Naziris, is a halacha l'mayshem Sinai. That halacha l'mayshem Sinai was only said when the person touched this Tumas Satahaim being Tahir. Not when he touched the Tumas Satahaim when he was already Tahir. 
Therefore, Raglayim means that there's sort of a svara, but it's not really a svara. It's just saying that the, the, this is the way the halacha l'meshem Messina was accepted. And only, again, only if you have a cheskas tara, not a cheskas toma. So from where do I, what's the source of this concept? That if there's a tumah, you became tummy from something and it was unknown to anybody at that time that you won't have to redo your nazirahs. Samar Makra, the Postic says, By nazirahs it says, what happens if someone dies suddenly and you become tummy. So when it says olaf, olaf means upon you. That means that this is a tumah that happens to you, that's clear to you, that's known to you. That's a kind of tumah that you have to start over your whole nazirahs again. But not a kind of tumor that happens that was not known to you. Eshlokish says, There's a pasuk that says by the carbon Pesach, If a person was Tomei, or he was in a distant way, so then he couldn't bring the carbon Pesach, so then it says he brings the Pesach Sheni. So we compare the two. I compare this that it says that a person became Tomei to this that it says that he's underway. Ma derech begoli, just like a way is open and exposed for everybody to see. Avkel begoli, so too everything else that's mentioned here in the pasuk, including the tumah that it says here. Which type of tumah are we speaking about? A tumah that's known to somebody, and, and, and that that's the kind of tumah that you're gonna have to bring a pesach again, a pesach sheni, but not a kind of tumah that's not known to anybody. So what you see here from this gemara is just like regarding Nazir, the Mishnah said that after the fact you were done with your naziris. Now you find out that you wore Tommy before with a Tommy that was unknown to anybody, Tumas Atahayim. You don't have to start counting all Yunazidis again. The same thing with Carbon Pesach. If a person brought already, we're talking here about after the fact. If a person already brought the Carbon Pesach, and after the fact he found out that really he was Tommy. So but I say that that was only if he's Tommy, if he finds out that he was Tommy of a kind of Tumma, regular Tumma, that's something that was known to somebody. But if it's a Tumma that was not known to anybody, so then, you're not going to have to bring the carbon Pesach over again. So another point you understand here from this Gemara is that the way the Gemara learns here is that Rabbi Lazar says, there's a Pasuk that says this by Nazir, and we learn out carbon Pesach from Nazir. And Ishlakish says, there's a carbon that says by carbon Pesach, and we learn out Nazir from carbon Pesach. So the Gemara, but not according to this, both opinions here say that we learn it out from these Psukim. The question is, or this we learn in What is defined as Tumas Atahim, the Tumma of the Abyss? Only a kind of Tumma that at the time the Tumma, nobody in the world, in the end of the world, no one knew about this Tumma at all. If there's somebody anywhere in the world, that knows about this location of this tumma here, ain't zu That's not called tumas even if you didn't know about it and other people around you didn't know about it. But if there's somebody that knows about it, it's not tumas So now the question is, does that fit with any of these drushes that we said? Now, bishloim, this this definition of tumas is understood lamandom akiderech that says that we learn it out from the comparison to a way. So shaper. So that makes sense because just like a way on the road. Way in the road, not, not everybody knows about this way. There's one person that knows of this pathway. That's already a derech. There's all kinds of pathways. There could be a pathway that only one person knows about. Same thing regarding Tumah. As long as one person knows about it in the world, so that it could be compared to a derech. So that's understood why Tumah Satayim is dafke if nobody knows about it. El But according to Rebbe Lozad that says that we learn it out from this that it says all of that it has to be a tumah that's clear to you. So, so then why if somebody in the other end of the world knows about this tumah, how does that make it all of? 
How does that become a Tumah that's clear to you? <laughs> so we should define Tumah Satayim differently. As long as it's not known to you, it should be called Tumah Satayim. Yeah, even, even according to uh, Shlokas, yeah. that means that this guy who happened to be there from the other side of the world that day, to tell him that, hey, this is... You, you We're comparing it to Derech. We're comparing it to Derech. By a Derech, as long as there's somebody that knows about this Derech, Good, but as long as there's somebody that knows about this derech, it's called a derech. The same thing with the gate of Tumah. So, another question here, and this is a question both, um, um, and according to Rabbi Loza and Ishlokish, if you learn it from a Pasuk, we'll have the following question. Oh, the Tanya, this will be learned in the Braise. Hamaitza meis mushkav l'roch poshal derech. You went on a road, and then you find out afterwards that on that road that you traveled, there was a dead body that was lying there in that road. It was covered. You didn't see it then when you went there. So, but you find out that it was lying across the width of the road. So in other words, it's impossible to pass through there without actually going over this maze or touching this maze. So, regarding trume, you'll be tome. Because you for sure touched it or you for sure went over it. But benazir, regarding a nazir, what we're talking about over here, by a nazir after the fact, when his Naziris is over, or he already brought his carbon Pesach, and then he finds out that he really was Tommy before he went in this place, so Tahir, over here is going to be Tahir because of this halacha of Tumas HaTahayim, that he already, after the fact, and it was unknown to him, so therefore he's Tahir. So the question is, why should we make any difference between Trume and Nazir and Pesach, if you have the Pesach by Nazir and Pesach? And here the Gemara is saying that from the Pasuk of Nazar, we learn it out to Pesach. From the Pasuk of Pesach, we learn it out to Nazar. So we're comparing them. Why not compare Truma as well to Nazar and Pesach? So the same halacha that we're learning from the Pasuk should apply to all three. Why is Truma any different? So the Gemara says, Ella, we must say, this concept of that if it was an unknown Truma, that by Nazar and Pesach, after the fact, it doesn't affect you, Gemara Gemiri Law. This is a halacha l'moishem Sinai that we have a tradition, we learned it out. It's not learned from a Pasuk. And these Psukim that these Amiraim brought, it's maybe an Asmachta, but it's not the source of this concept. It's only a halacha l'moishem Sinai by Nazar and Pesach and not by Troma. Hmm. What did it say in the Mishnah? Achele Gilach V'chulu. That this entire halacha l'moishem Sinai applies when? Achele Gilach. If he finds out about it before he cut his hair. Uh, again, it was the Lashon of the Mishnah. If he found out about it after he cut his hair, sorry, but if, if it was before he cut his hair, so then he, it is going to have to, he is going to have to redo his entire Nisida. So it all depends on what? On the cutting of the hair. Tanaman Tana, who's the Tana of our Mishnah, Om Rabbi Yechanan, Rabbi Lozihi. The Tana of our Mishnah is Rabbi Loza. The Omar, Rabbi Loza said, Teglachas Ma'akeves. The cutting of the hair at the end of the Nisidas holds up the conclusion of your Nisidas. We had this earlier in the Masech. According to the Rabbanon, as soon as you brought your karbanis at the end of your naziris, your naziris is over, you could drink wine, you could become tame, even if you did not you do the taglachas yet. So if so, according to the Rabban, on this halach, that after your naziris is over, and now you find out that you were tame with tumas that you don't have to redo your naziris, it's not, it doesn't depend on the taglachas. It depends on the karbanis. So the Mishnah that says that it's tolu in the taglachas, that follows Rabbi Loza that says that until you cut your hair, your naziris is not over yet. So therefore, the Mishnah says here, Dafke this, Taglachas. So the Gemara, boy, Rami Bachome, Rami Bachome has a shayla. Nitmo betoich melois. What happens if this Nazir became Tomei within the days of his Naziris? Before the melois, before the, the days of his Naziris are over. Sometime in the middle of his Naziris. But v'noid aloi la'acha melois. 
He only finds out about it when his, on the day of his, the end of his Nazirus. On the actual, on the last day, on the end of his Nazirus. So Mahu, what's going to be the din? What's the basis of the Gemara's question? So we'll see in the Hemshech of the Gemara, the basis of the Gemara's question is not exactly Behemshech to the point that we just said it before. This comes Behemshech to something else. If you remember, we learned this is also Machloikis between Rabbalazar and the Rabbanon. We had earlier in the Masechte. What happens to a person that becomes Tomei in the middle of the Nazirus? You've got to redo the entire Nazirus. person that becomes Tomei on the last day, on the, on the last day, on the 30th day, or maybe the 31st day, I think it's on the 30th day, becomes Tomei B'yoy Melois. So the Rabbanan say, it's the same like becoming Tomei in the middle of your Nazirus. You have to redo the entire Nazirus. Rabbi Laza learns out from a Pasik, you don't have to redo the entire Nazirus. You're just going to have to be Matari yourself. Seven days, it takes seven days to be Matari yourself, and then you bring your Karbanas, and you, you finish your Nazirus. Okay, so now the question over here is, regarding this individual that became Tomei in the middle of his Nazirus, now, what kind of a tumma did he become in the middle of the Nazirus? There's actually a machlekes rishenim about this, whether we're talking about even a regular tumma, or it's talking dafka about a tumma satahaim. He became tummy in a way, and from, from a tumma that nobody knows about it. Either way, it's, he became tummy in the middle of the Nazirus, but he wasn't known to him. And then he only, be, he only found out about it la'achar melois, on the 30th day, or maybe on the 31st day he finds out about it. So now, mahu, what's the halach over here? Do I say, Do I follow the time when he found out about this Tomeh? And the idea, So the idea of this Tomeh was after the days of his Nazirus are over. Right? But again, we're talking over here about on the 31st day, but before he brought his Karbanas, before he brought his Karbanas, before he cut his hair. Or do I say, no, that I go after the time when he became Tomeh? And he became Tomeh in the middle of his Nazirus, and even though he didn't know about it, but for sure he's going to have to redo his entire Nazirus. So the Gemara here says, Ulamai, what's the relevance of this question? Lemista. The relevance of this question is whether he's going to have to redo his entire Nazirus. As I explained, really the Gemara is asking this question all only according to the opinion of Rabbi Lazar that says that when you become Tomei on the on the Achamalois on the 31st day, so then you don't have to redo the entire Nazirus. You just have to be Matari yourself and bring your Karbanas. So the question is, he actually became Tomei in the middle of his Nazirus. But he only found out about it on Achamalois, on the 31st day. Before he brought his Karbanas. Before he brought his Karbanas and before he was Megaleach. So the question though is, do we go after the idea when he found out about it? Or do we go after the time that he became Tomei? This is the Shail of the Gemara. Okay, the Gemara itself is soon going to spell out this, everything that I just said here. The Gemara is going to spell it out itself. The Gemara sort of goes through this here. But first the Gemara brings the Mishnah as, as a raya to the Shailah. So Amar Rav says, Toshima, let's bring a raya from our Mishnah. What did it say? Imach That if this person finds out about the Tumas HaTahim on the 31st day, but it was after he brought his Karbanis, but before he cut his hair. Benkach or Benkach, either way, it doesn't matter what kind of a Tumah he became Tumah from. Saiser, he has to redo his entire Nasiris. So now, what are we talking about? If we're talking about that this person became Tomei in the middle of his Nazirus. And he also found out about this in the middle of his Nazirus. Is that the Chiddush of the Mishnah over here? That's not the Chiddush that the Mishnah is coming to say. That the Mishnah already said in the beginning. What, what was the first line of the Mishnah? That only the Nazar, after he cut his hair, and then he finds out about this Tumas 
then he doesn't have to redo his Naziris. So when the Mishnah says again, Im gilach, so what is it coming to say? That if he found out about it in the middle, which means before he cut his hair, before he brought his karbanis, that he is going to have to redo his Naziris, that's not the Chiddush of the Mishnah, that we know already from the first part of the Mishnah. So rather, what is this Mishnah coming to say? That what happened is, this person became Tomei sometime in the middle of his Naziris. And then, when did he find out about it? He found out about it on the 31st day, which is called Achar Malais. And it was before he cut his hair. And what does the Mishnah say? That he's going to have to redo his Naziris. So I see from here that this person that found out about his Naziris on the 31st day, he still has to redo his Naziris. That's the halacha that the Mishnah is saying. That he has to redo his Naziris. But the Gemara says that simply... It would seem like there's no raya here from this Mishnah. And here the Gemara actually spells out further what exactly the Shaila originally was. But you still have a Shaila even after you see what the Mishnah says. True, the Mishnah says that if, if he found out about he became Tomei in the middle of his Naziris. And he found out about it on the 31st day before he cut his hair. So what did the Mishnah say? Saiser. But the question still remains, what does the word Saiser in the Mishnah mean? So true, we're talking here about a situation that he became, or he found out about this before he cut his hair. So the halacha l'moyshim isinai of Tumas atahayim, that it doesn't affect you, does not apply here. So yes, the Mishnah Taka said saiser, but what is the meaning of saiser? Again, the shaila really still remains, what does it mean? Kuloi saiser, when the Mishnah said saiser, does it mean that he has to redo the entire Naziris? Because I follow the time that he actually became Tomei. And he became Tommy in the middle of his Naziris, even though he only found out about it today, but he became Tommy before. Or is the Mishnah saying that he's only going to have to wait seven days, like what Rebbe Laza says, that if it happens on the, on the Yom Malais, on the 31st day, so then you just have to wait seven days. So true, the Mishnah says the word Saisa, but it's not clear what the word Saisa means. So we don't have an eye from our Mishnah. So now the Gemara spells out the Boye, Laman, according to who is Rami Bachama asking this Shaila, are we asking this Shaila according to the opinion of the Rabbanon? So the Rabbanon hold that there's no distinction between a person becoming Tommy in the middle of his Naziris or in the last day of his Naziris before he cut his hair, it's the same thing. According to the Rabbanon, obviously he has to redo his entire Naziris. Again, the Rabbanon, oh, there is no distinction when you became Tomei or when you found out about your Tomei. As long as it's before he cut his hair, you have to redo the whole thing. But he, Rabbi Lazar, now if we're following the opinion of Rabbi Lazar, what does Rabbi Lazar hold? Call Acha Melois Shiva Saiser. If you became Tomei or find out about your Tomei on the 31st day, so then you only have to wait seven days. So what's our Ibaya? So the Gemara explains, the Ibaya is, Amalach, Rami Bacham will tell you what I'm asking is as follows. Hanimili, when did Rabbi Lazar learn out from a Pasik that if you became Tomei on the 31st day, so then you don't have to redo the whole Naziris, Kinitma Achamalais. That's maybe only if he actually became Tomei then on the 31st day. But Vahai, Lufnei Malaisu. This person, he actually became Tomei before. But he only now found out about it on the 31st day. So who says if he only found out about it on the 31st day, that that's included in this Chiddush, that he doesn't have to redo his whole Naziris? Or maybe I could say, 
Shani True, he became Tommy before in the middle of his Naziris, but he only found out about it now on the 31st day. So maybe this is also included in this Chiddush, in this Halacha, that if you become Tommy or even only find out about it on the 31st day, that you don't have to redo your whole Naziris. You just have to wait seven days. So that's the Shaila here. So as I said, I mean, this is really what the Gemara meant in the beginning. But not, the Gemara just spells it all out over here, that our, again, our Shaila here is, according to the opinion of Rabbi Lazar, that there's a special Chiddush, that on the, if on the 31st day you become Tomei, you don't have to redo your whole Nezidus, does that apply also regarding a person that became Tomei before, but he only found out about it on the 31st day? So the Gemara comes back and says, no, that yes, now that you spelled me out the entire Iboya here, I can go back to that Mishnah that we just quoted, that it's what it says in our Mishnah, and from it, I can bring you a raya to this shaila because katani. What does it say in our mishnah? Benkach or benkach saiser. That either way, this person that that found out that he's tomei on the thirty-first day, but it was before he cut his hair. So whether it was tumas whether it was a regular tomei, either way, he has to redo his whole neziros. And our Mishnah doesn't make any distinction about this matter. So what does the Gemara mean to say when it says Loika Mifligi? The fact that, the, that the, the Mishnah does not make any distinction about this matter, what does that mean? That we're not making a chiluk if he actually became Tommy on this day, or he found out about it on this day. If there would be a chiluk, whether he became Tommy at this time, or he found out about it on this time, the Mishnah should have made a difference in the halacha when, of when it said Saiser. It can't just simply say Saiser. It depends. Saiser could mean 30 days. He has to redo the whole Naziris. Saiser could mean just one week. The fact that the Mishnah just says the term Saiser, and it doesn't make any distinction whether he became Tomei or whether he found out about it, we touch it. The word Saiser just means that he has to just do seven days over again, and that's it. He doesn't have to redo the whole thing. So there's no chilek. That's how most Rishonim learn that the Veloika Miflegi over here means that he's just Saiser, uh, that he has to redo seven days and not more than that. I believe, if I remember correctly, this is how the Rishonim learned this. Okay. So now, bringing back that Braise that we had before, the Gemara will quote not the whole thing, all the details that it says here. A person that found out that there was a mace that was lying in the road, and it was in the width of the road. And so this is, this is as opposed to finding out that there was a mace on the road, but it was in the length of the road, meaning it, was, it could be on one side of the road, on the other side of the road. So then you could have passed through without touching this mace. But now you found out that it's crossing through the whole road. So the trome, tome. Regarding trome, we know that you touched it, so you tome. But a benazir, baisa, pesach, regarding nazir and pesach, after the fact, so then tar, you consider it to be tar regarding this, and you don't have to redo it again. So this is the halacha l'meishim yisinai. But the mission here gives a bunch of different the brayse here gives a bunch of different qualifications when we apply this. When is this the case that regarding truma he'll be If it's lying in the width of the road, then you can't pass through without touching it or going over it. But even if but if it's in the width of the road, but there's a space for the person to pass through. So even for Truma as well, it's going to be tar. We're going to say that the person may have walked in a way that he didn't touch it. Right? This is the halacha regarding any Suffolk Truma and a Rishus Arabim. In a Rishus Arabim, a Suffolk Truma is always tar. So if there could be a space for him to walk through, he'll be tar. Another qualification here. When do I say that if it's in the width of the road? That he's going to be tar. If this mace that's lying there on the road is, is whole intact, for sure touched it. 
it's broken up or this detached different limbs of the mace that's there on the road. So then, even if you don't have space to walk through, if you're walking straight, you can't walk through without touching the mace. We're going to be lenient and say that it's possible that this person walked slanty or he walked on a curve and he walked between the pieces of the mace. And he's still going to be tired, even regarding Tomeh. Again, based on the concept that in Rishus Arabim, any kind of suffix that there may be, we're makel, and we're, we're going to say that it's possible that he didn't become Tomeh. However, if you find out that this was a mace that was here, buried right in the middle of the road, so it's not just a mace that was lying there, but it's a, it's a, it's a kever, then Then even if the mace in the kever, the, the, the body was broken up into pieces, but then we're not going to say that maybe he walked in between, he's going to be Tomeh, the halacha of Tomeh regarding a kever is different, that the whole entire kever, the whole space of the kever is Tomeh, even in an area where the limbs of the mace are not there, it all combines it as one. Another thing, when could we apply the leniency that we said before that maybe he walked in between the Mahalach Beraglov? A person is walking with his feet, he's just walking through, so then possibly he walked in between. If this person is walking and he's carrying a load on him, or he's riding in a wagon, so then it's, it's hard to say that the person was walking in a curve with, the, with this load, the way the person walks, or he's going with a wagon, if a person's walking himself with his feet, it's possible that he walks with a curve in between, and he does not, he didn't touch, he didn't move it, even without touching, or he didn't create a covering over the mace, but if a person's walking with a heavy load, or if he's riding on a wagon, so then he's going in a straight path, or Walking with the load, also the person walks, it's heavy and he walks in a straight path. He walks in a way that it's, it's impossible that he didn't touch or move or create a covering over it and it'll be Tommy. This entire Allah here that this Braisa was saying regarding this mace that was lying on the road, when is all this true? When this was a Tumah that was unknown to anybody. But if it was a Tumah that was on the road there and it was a regular Tumah that was known to people. But, but you didn't know, you just didn't realize when you passed through there that there was a mace there. Shlosh regarding the Trume, regarding Nazir, regarding Pesach, it'll all be Tomei. So the Brahis spells that, Ve'ezi what's considered to be Tomei Kal Makira Echad that this mace was lying there in a way that it was unknown to anybody, nobody in the world knew about it. Makira Echad if there's somebody in the end of the world that knows about this, this is not called Tomei so the Braise spells out further, how are we going to define what kind of a mace that's un- hidden or unknown is a situation that nobody knows about it, or we could assume that nobody knows about it, and what kind of situation is it possible that somebody in the world knows about it? So the Braise says, Ho If this mace is totally covered by straw, or under earth or pebbles, so then I raise it to time that I could uh, assume that nobody in the world knows about it. It's totally covered. But by Yamim, if there was a place he went through there, but it's in water, the mace is there in water, or by Fela, it's a place that's dark, or Benikike Aslaim, there's a crack in a rock, and the mace is lying there, but it's, he's exposed, but he's in, inside this crack of a rock. These three cases are not called Tumasatahim because it's not, he's not covered. It's possible for someone to see in a water, or in darkness, or in a crack of a rock. Somebody could see it, but it's not. You could miss it, but you could also see it. So therefore, it could be someone in the world knows about it. 
Now the Braisa says, this entire concept that when there's an unknown Tumah, that there's a halacha lamesh misinai, that the Tumah Satayim does not affect you regarding Nazar and Pesach, this is only regarding the Tumah of a mace, but regarding other kinds of Tumah, Tumah of Sharet or Tumah of Azov, we don't say it's such a concept of Tumah Satayim. There's no halacha lamesh misinai for that.